Welcome to Cyber Prophets, a place where we are prophesizing the future of IT. This is a podcast made for you and for you only in order to understand what's going on in the world of IT and to help you prepare better for the future. My name is Rega and I'm here with my co-host Federico. Welcome everyone. Hopefully today we're going to have a very interesting story. Exactly, Federico. Just last week, we had Jenny Haka talking about her experience working in a male-dominated field, which is IT. This helped us gain more insights on the kind of situations that women can face, such as over-explaining things or the locker room talk. Nonetheless, we know that experiences are different and they vary from person to person. Some may be better, some may be not that good. And in face of that, we decided to gain even more insight and interview another fellow, fellow colleague in this area of IT, which will talk about her experience and will share with us some recommendations as well uh, on how to deal with the situations that women face in IT. She's a fellow entrepreneur and co-founder of Ponte Geek, a company dedicated to promoting the news about technology in Central America. She has a vast experience in the world of IT and has served as IT support, test technician, change administrator. She is currently working as a support engineer, ensuring that the infrastructure in the companies of her clients work as they should. Please, welcome with me, Mitzila Bringas. Mitzila, uh, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you so much. I'm very glad, you know, to be here to participate in your podcast. And um, yes, thank you so much for considering me. I hope that my experience, you know, could be maybe help somebody outside to get in in this field, especially the woman. Thank you very much, Mitzi, to, for accepting the invitation to our show. And we would like to know, like, could you please introduce yourself? Can you tell us a bit more about your experience in the world of IT? Well, I have, uh, I have been in the field like maybe for around 10 years. First, uh, when I was 17 years old, I decided to start my university career in Universidad Católica Santa Maria la Antigua. And I decided to study uh, the career of telematics. And then after that, um, I will start like IT support in, in the Panama Canal. It also was a special program for students. After that, I decided to, uh, to change um, my field uh, to the area of banks and mm -hmm. in the area of testing. And after that, I changed again to the part of the productivity analyst and mm -hmm. then <laughs> to another IT company, but in the position of release manager. And at the same time that I was like a release manager, also I was trying to co-found my startup with some friends that mm -hmm. for, uh, for Ponte Geek, this magazine in Panama. Then I decided to, uh, I won a scholarship uh, to study a master degree here in Czech Republic. I'm studying and almost hopefully this year trying to finish my master in information management. Mm -hmm. So I'm working at the same time I'm working in entity 
that is a company that offer uh, you know a remote uh, support service to our clients uh, a specific I am in the part of voice over IP I would like to ask you you have had like you have worked saying several positions and have seen how the work is in different areas which of them did you like the most With of them, I like more the part of the release manager, you know, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry, also, I like my, my current job as well, but because, but, you know, I like more the part of the release manager because it was a position that you can see, you know, how it's working an IT company. So, you know, you can see, like, you know, the new projects, what they are implementing, and, you know, and you can see, you know, how the different areas are, are integrate each other. And it's amazing for me. Uh, let's think a little bit more because you told you told us that you started studying telematics. <clears throat> did you have an idea when you were in high school about this area, or how did you reach taking this decision? Because honestly, it was the, even the first time that I heard about it. How did you decide it in the <laughs> end? Maybe it was a psychologist, maybe it were your teachers, or in the end it was like, okay, they gave me this magical test. This sounds like a nice name. I'm gonna go there. Well, yes, you know, for me, well, remember that I grew up in Panama, so I finished my high school in Panama. So, you know, you need to understand the situation in Panama. In Panama, it's not so easy to find a job. So, you know, when I was trying to finish my high school, you know, I was thinking about my future. So in that moment, always I was changing of career. I was saying, okay, maybe I can study medicine. And then the next, the next week, like, no, okay, maybe I can study psychology, you know, always changing. And then at the end, okay, let's see if I don't have like clear decision. Okay, maybe looking for something that could give me more opportunities, you know, in the future. And then I check this career telematics that is basically uh, all the part of telecommunication, but in, in internet, no, it's related. But uh, one thing that I really like about that program is because also they uh, included the part of the programming, the coding, and mm -hmm. also the part of audit, the part mm -hmm. of infrastructure. So it was really complete. So I say, okay, you know, I need at least give me the opportunity after I finish this career, you know, to find one job in different areas. And, uh, you know, I continue and I really like it. I need to say that for me, it was quite funny because we are few people in, <laughs> in that career. We were only 10 people. 10 people there and all three girls wow. <laughs> so yes uh, but it, it was okay and I finished and uh, I really like it and you know and give me the, the chance you know to to be in different positions in IT so that mm. is something that for me was it was very good so if I understood correctly what motivated you to start your career in IT especially in telematics was the situation in Panama The situation in Panama, yes, I need to be, yes, to summarize, yes, it was the situation in Panama, because I could, you know, I could understand now that, for example, some teenagers that I met, always they told me that, you know, I don't know what I want to study, blah, 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 mm -hmm. and I say, okay, if you don't have a decision now, maybe you can see, you know, your environment, because at the end, we need to, mm -hmm. we need to eat, we need to find a job, <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yes, please try, you know, some things that maybe could be, like, You know, you like a little bit, a little bit, and uh, maybe you can try it. 
And if not, maybe the, maybe then you can change your career. But thank God, of God, for me, it was uh, good. It was a good decision. At the end, mm -hmm. I really like it. I still in the field. <laughs> and did you have the support of your family? Yes, this it was another good. Uh, good thing because you know for example in in panama in the latin culture is more this mentality you know for the mascul masculinity you know like i don't know very much the girls are more for these careers i don't know accounting or publicity marketing so yes uh, but you know my my parents they they are they're the best they support me you know they only told me like please you know check that to choose a good career that then give you like in the future like some possibility to work here in Panama mm. so you know I followed that advice um, now I am still in the in IT and also I need to to say another thing that for example I think maybe another another uh, good uh, positive team is because also my mom she used to work in one field that it was more for men that is electricity yes in that field so she oh. was working like a technician so she always told me the story that in her first job job it was in the 80s and she was the only woman in the all the <laughs> in the whole company <laughs> And always I say, okay, she can. If she could do it, why not me? I can do it as well. Yes, I was a good example for me. And after seeing all these experiences, Mitsila, let's let's go a little bit deep. How do you see the current situation of women in technology? Because let's say you have been in a very very large large range of positions. And for sure, the, the experience in Panama can be completely different to the one in the Czech Republic or even somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, always is more men in the in the field, but there are still women that they are in, in the field too. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, in, when I used to work in in this bank in Panama, uh, for me it was a surprise because many also for the team lead. For the part of the development, uh, developer part, it used to be women, so that's is wow. really good. I need to say, uh, really, and also it was a quiet balance. I think maybe the only mm -hmm. area in Panama that always I noticed that it was not too many girls. It was in the part of infrastructure. But I need to mention, uh, yes, it's still now, you know more women that they want to get in in the field but for example I remember when I, I started university many of the other girls told me like no I am quite afraid you know to be in this kind of field because I don't know I think that is do you not know, it was a stereotype that it was more for a, uh, a career for for men you know yeah. with a very very fat guys sorry <laughs> and then you know with the glasses you know they're stereotype like that and they you know they're being like afraid you know at the end to to lose um, their feminists so that is not true you know because at the end it depends on you so Exactly, mm -hmm. it depends on, on the experience of everyone oh. else, and these yeah. are the kind of stereotypes that we are yeah. trying to get rid of in IT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's now, Mitzi, I would like to ask you about the current situation, that is the pandemics. And first of all, I would like to ask you, how do you think that the pandemics have affected the participation of women in IT? And if you think that after all of this is gone, all of the pandemics are, and we are cured from COVID, if there will be more women willing to join the sector? Yes, no, I think definitely, of course, yes. Uh, you know, a clear example, it was, uh, for example, uh, the last week I was talking with my mom and we have a cousin that she's a teacher. And you know that even for teachers now that they, they need to deal with the technology. <laughs> um, yeah. My cousin said to my mom that, you know, I am thinking to uh, to get one course in IT because it's helped me to develop my career. I said that it's amazing, you know. And mm -hmm. um, you, know, I have a lot of um, uh, comments like this. I heard recently like that because nowadays all it doesn't matter what are you doing in for your business you need to go to the mm -hmm. part of the technology so in so how at least with the social network with you know with the digital marketing you need to at least have like account in instagram or facebook so you need to have like to get some knowledge about how it's working and this is good and it's positive because it encourage more of the women to get in um, I have like another question, let's say related to the part that you said about the studies. Mm -hmm. Like, in my experience, the IT sector is mainly known as a place for introverts, that we are behind the screens, we don't speak with anyone. And I have worked for, let's say, large organizations, and I agree with that point, because most of my colleagues, they were introverts. There, there was only one extrovert and let's say the other person who was more open that it was me. The rest mm -hmm. were like always behind the screens and I don't speak with you. And and my question is, how is possible that the, the women have that stereotypes that all of us, we have glasses that we overeat pizza and coke and <laughs> we become extremely fatty, but they are afraid of entering the IT sector. If Even if you are like extremely fat and with the glasses, you are not speaking with anyone. It's like, it should be an easier way. Okay, these, this is, these guys don't speak with me, so I can do my own things also. But why they are scared from that area? Just because of that. Yes, I think uh, because of that. And also could be also the parents as well, because they, uh, you know, maybe the grandpas in the past, they think that all these engineers uh, technical areas it were more focused of men and you know plus they they uh, seen the you know the the stereotype of the classical uh, person with with the glasses and fat and also plus you know that what they hear about our families so, you know, it could be a combination. So at the end, they say like, no, maybe I can try another field. So I think maybe this is the, basically the reason. Of course, it's depending of the person at the end. But mm -hmm. yes, it's some, I think I it could feel like something, something like that, you know. Yes, it's because of your parents and also of the society. Not only your parents, also for the society, I need to mention about that. Because even of me, when I was studying in the university, they asked me, no, why do you not study marketing or sound? I said, like, no, because mm -hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. 
So maybe Mitsila, uh, you could make a small comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should. You just mentioned that you were fortunate to have the support from your parents mm-hmm. in order to study uh, a technical career. Yeah. However, the, uh, can you oh. tell that uh, you know, women now we in have... Panama have the support of the society? Nowadays, it's more advanced, mm-hmm. but. I need to say, like, when I started my career, like, 10 years ago, please don't ask me my age, <laughs> but <laughs> then it was, you know, it's, it was still, you know, the the many uh, of my family friends, they told me that they don't have, you know, the support of their from their parents. They were more focused, you know, to, okay, please find uh easy career and then get married and that's it, right? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. th- th- yes, it's... Okay, yeah. Yes, some stuff, but it was like that. Yes, I want to believe that nowadays we have like some progressive in the area. So I think so. I hopefully. Yeah, and from mm-hmm. what you have seen in Europe, would you say that it is very different in the Czech Republic, for instance? Well, in the Czech in the Czech Republic, um, I think I I could feel like more. Um, maybe it could be. For the technical area, like for example, coding, like could be like maybe something similar, like in Panama, that you know that the women there are still afraid to go to to these mm-hmm. fields, because I have, for example, a really good friend. She she told me that um, that when she she's in the university in some classes she's the only one that she's the only girl in the class and it's like very mm. 30 persons in the class and she's the only girl so yeah. it, it means that it's still you know but i think maybe could be in the fields like for example in the software de- development or maybe i don't know something more technician like for example, study something more related to infrastructure or something like that, something very technical. Because, for example, in my case, when I was studying in the university, in the master, it was information management. I, think, yeah. I need to say that it was a balance because it was like a balance within uh, the gender. So mm-hmm. it, it, it was okay. It was more open. So I think maybe the, the girls that are more open for this kind of, of careers. And now let's go a little bit more in the part about your experience. Let's say in your case, you have a long experience in the IT sector. So it makes it slightly different. But let's suppose about your friends that they are recently graduated from the IT field. Mm-hmm. What barriers they, you have heard that they have faced? Because, for example, I became a coder and then I tried to get a job. Mm-hmm. In comparison with the males, what kind of barriers or challenges they have faced? Also, I I, I I could say from my experience as well, because when I started to looking for my first job, I remember mm-hmm. when I was, just, uh, you know, trying to apply for the help desk, uh, many of the companies in Panama, they reject um, my, uh, you know, my candidate, you know, to possible the possibility to go to get in in the company only mm-hmm. because of my gender but i think maybe i want i want to think i maybe is because uh they want some guy you know to help with the computers uh you know to carry on the heavy computers and the servers or something like that so <laughs> i mm-hmm. think 
So, but yes, I I, f- I feel that at the beginning. So, yes, but nowadays I think at least I perceive that the companies, at least a, a multinational company, they are more openness, you know, to accept women in the fields, you know, because of the thing of the diversity that I think is really good. So you have felt some sort of discrimination based mm-hmm. on your gender. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was the only the only part that I felt in that moment. But yes, so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say that, that that's uh, specifically at the start of your career before getting a job. But let's say that now you are in the sector, you have been working for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced inside your workplace any any kind of discrimination, being a minority, let's say? I think maybe the only thing, but it was like some very rare situations. Thank Mm -hmm. God it was not often, yes, for now. But I remember one day also in one of of my jobs, one guy, he asked me if I was the cleaning lady. I said, really? They said, no, no, I am working here. So... (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes, I was like quite offended because come on, you see that everything here is like of people that are working IT, no, because of a girl, it doesn't mean that I'm not capable to, to have this, but, you know, it was a, a really occasion, mm-hmm. but yes, yeah, sometimes it, it, not all, it was not only me, because also I remember for that particular experience, I shared with another good friend that... I have that she's working in the part of um, coding and she told me that don't worry also I have the same situation that sometimes some guys that have like some rude comment you know about mm-hmm. why you are work I am working here so it's fine but thank of God is you know some really cases I think that uh, this person are very close of mine or they are no open you know these studies have shown and the experience has revealed also, that women are, women are not only as equally capable, but in many times they perform better than men. Mm-hmm. So this this is exactly one of the things that we would like to get rid of, this kind of rude comments and the stereotypes that girls cannot perform a technical job. Mm-hmm. Now let's try to think, let's say, what would be your strategy to encourage more women to join to the IT sector? Doing okay, the strategy. I think maybe doing like some programs and also now thinking about my past. For example, my, a good inspiration for me was my mother because mm-hmm. she's she mm-hmm. encouraged me, you know, to be like it doesn't matter what you want to study, everybody have the same opportunities and you can try it. Yeah. And and based of that, maybe you know to share uh, the experience for the IT girls that have a good position, maybe share with another uh, girls that also girls that they want to change of career because mm-hmm. believe me, also I know like some person, well, few few girls, few women that in the 40s, they change for one area to the IT sector and it's still possible. Wow. Yes. And it's admirable. Yes. Because, for example, uh, if you if you always have 
the dream, you know, to work in this area, why not? It's never too late. If you are still alive, you are still good health, we're all COVID, so you can join. Yes, why not? Uh, so I think basically, uh, uh, you know, for summarize, could be to do like maybe some programs dedicated for women. Maybe could be some seminars or, for, or for example, some courses dedicated for, for example, to to uh, to give like some free courses to how to code or something like that. You know, to encourage more women. And also plus the experience. I think the experience where you see some example for some people that you admire is encourage you more to get in in the field. Mm. But mm -hmm. I have a, a, a following question. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that the courses that we might need are more like psychological courses based on what you said that we the women tend to have very drastic stereotypes when they enter like we will find a lot of fat guys with a lot of glasses that are that doesn't speak with anyone more than the coding part because let's say I was from I understood in the beginning mm -hmm. you were let's say your friends were afraid that we will find all of us that we're super fatty guys that only eat pizza hut and have glasses <laughs> yes, yes. More, more than we're afraid that the technology itself mm -hmm. don't you think that the first barrier will be to change this stereotype that we're not like that for example Edgar is a gym guy <laughs> and in my case I, I try to keep myself healthy Yes. So, yes. Also, also me. For example, I I think I still not party with this song. <laughs> so but yes. What I'm what I'm thinking is, don't you think that this should be like the first stereotype? Because it's, I have seen a lot of let's say coding trainings, even for women. Only in the in the in Poland there was one program called the Carrot Girls, mm -hmm. but but I have never seen one that tries to change these stereotypes when you're in high school that not everyone is like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, is you know, yes, yes, of course, we have a lot of work to do, including mm -hmm. me, of course, I think maybe, you know, for the next generation, yes, um, maybe could be doing some programs since the high school, you know, to try to avoid this barrier of the, no, you are not going to be a, a fat guy. <laughs> or <Yeah. something. laughs> but, but yes, I think maybe it's, it's, it's a, a, a lot of opportunities in the, in this area. Yes, about that. But yes, it's something that takes time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when I was in Latin America, I also felt this sort of discrimination, let's say, or better say this sort of stereotypes, because mm -hmm. uh, it's as Federico said, that there's a misconception that in IT there's also like only introverts, only fat guys, and that we turn pizza into code, yes. but the reality is very different, and... Mm -hmm. I can say that even as IT professionals, these stereotypes kind of affect us. And this affected me to the point of wanting actually to change my career at, at one point. But then when I arrived to Europe, I found different stereotypes here and mostly like positive because here the stereotype that I have seen here is that IT people earn good money. <laughs> so that's that's a good stereotype that we have here.
Uh, in conclusion, I think that this is, yes, is, as Federico said, the first step should be to try to eradicate these kind of stereotypes, Sorry, the yeah. negative stereotypes that affect us both in both genders. Mm -hmm. Yes, but yes, because it is general. I think it's universal. Yes. Uh, also, I could feel like, for example, now I'm currently in my job. Yes, I need to mention that, of course, <laughs> there are still this kind of guy that they are like more uh, fat, with, you know, that very introvert. But also, <laughs> I need to mention that there are like some of of my colleagues that they are very inter integral guys. You know, they don't only care about uh, the job, also about, you know, to be healthy, especially now that, you know, the, in, in, that we are with the COVID. Um, also, you know, in in the part of the relationship as well. So that's mm -hmm. good. So, But yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's something that is taking time. It's taking time. It takes time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And now, Mitzi, um, you also mentioned that there are some programs that incentivize girls to take part in IT. Do you know any specific program, like in Panama or in the Czech Republic? In Panama, I heard one that it was called um, Programa de Emprendedoras, a program from Family Entrepreneurs will be mm -hmm. the, the, the translate to English. Yeah. Uh, it's encouraged, you know, and also it's a, a, it's a foundation that is uh, trying to support like financially and also gave some programs to the women to put their own startups. So mm. that did, is did you Did you participate in this program? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. For example, with Pontikit, we... Mm -hmm. With, it was our idea. Also, I need to mention that for ticket, it was at the beginning with so only girls. We were the confounders. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. it was it, it was a, a nice story. It was like my friend that she she is still have a one uh, developed uh, company with uh, her husband. And she told me that, no, I want to do maybe one song event in Panama about technology, you know, to encourage more uh, uh, to the startups to offer mm -hmm. their uh, services in Panama and some kind of marketing. Yeah. So I said, okay, yes, let's do it. Yes, I, I am in that way. I said, let's do it. Yes, you invite me, I'm going. <laughs> and then okay. at the end, we were looking for some database of all the startups that exist in Panama. Uh -huh. And at the end, we couldn't find anything. So we decided, okay, we don't have the, the experience to put a YouTube channel. We don't have uh, the money for a radio program. So uh -huh. let's do it something simple, like a, a blog. So we started like a blog and uh -huh. then... Uh, to interview with the objective to get uh, the, the base of the startups and also to increment the culture of technology in Panama. That mm -hmm. I still I I'm a proud I am very proud about that. Uh, unfortunately, I left, but yes, they my 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 friend and her husband they're still working every single day. Um, 
the numbers increases, um, more people know about the magazine, and they notice about what is going on in the technology because of, of, of the magazine. Uh, I think it's, it's really amazing. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think maybe the situation, maybe in Panama also, it was not only in the part of, of the girls about to, to encourage to get more in the culture of IT, it was, is only is also even in the society. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so it was like more it's the huge the, the problem. So I think that this is a level above, Mitzila, because it, you were not only like trying to get a job in IT, but you were co-founding mm-hmm. a startup on your own mm-hmm. with a team of only girls in, IT, in the mm-hmm. IT sector, a industry. At the beginning, because then uh, I think maybe in the second month, joined uh, the husband of my friend. Uh, I need to guy. say that, of course, that is a guy, of course, and he. I need to say that because of his support, also he helped us a lot, a lot. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So, uh, in view of that, that it is we're talking right now not only about getting a job, but to starting a company in the world of IT as mm-hmm. a girl. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there are in, there were any special challenges, like anything that was not mentioned during the part of getting a job? Because it is something different. It is more complicated to try to establish a company. So can you tell us about the challenges that you faced? Uh, the challenge that I faced was a lot of challenge because people always... I uh, think that when you have your own company, you you are rich. You don't have any. <laughs> you have less job, less less taxes, and, and that's it. It's not like that. I was, for example, when I was working in Kit, I was trying to concentrate in the part of the uh, uh, manager. Um, uh, like relationship with the manager, also looking for interviews and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, then for me, it was really challenging because I was my own secretary, <laughs> so I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was looking for the person. I was me. I was doing everything. <laughs> uh, my friend, they were doing another thing. Um, the uh, my the husband the husband of of my of my friend he was um, in the part of the design of the magazine and so on so it was like very uh, different roles um my other friend was like a ceo so it was only four person working for try to establish one one company because you need to yeah. to see the different different areas uh for us it was quite challenging because we were only we only uh, had experience in that moment in the part of um of IT but not in the rest like financing like for example marketing so yeah. on so it was really challenging but I, I I need to mention that yes it helped me a lot you to grow up like a person because yeah. For example, uh, the thing that mentioned Federica about introvert, when I was in the in the high school, I well in the college I was quite introvert. It was not only me, yes. <laughs> and I think maybe the thing of the of participate, especially the thing when I was in, in Pontegit, you know, try to looking for for client for I who I going to interview, is like, <laughs> then 
I said, no, no, I need to do it because in another case, this, um, this magazine is never going to be work. So it was a good experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I'm wondering about something because everything you have told us, you have been in multiple roles and you have seen completely different angles about everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think that any area in particular, women are more attracted to the IT sector? Because you, you were clear, the infrastructure is like, get rid of it, move away from that area. But maybe there is a, one specific area where you have seen more women trying to, okay, we will try to go to this area. The rest is strange, get, get out of there. Uh, for example, the part of the business uh, analyst, everything that is the part of uh, you know the communication with for put simple like the communication with developers with the end client uh we need uh you know somebody that um try to translate you know uh, this communication to the end client to the developer this kind of position i think the women are more attractive to, to this kind of position and also all the parts that is uh, related with design because, uh, well, I don't, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to, to emphasize too much in this area, but I read some studies that we are, we are more like more artistic, more creative, more uh, focusing in deta details. So, yes, uh, the woman likes uh, this kind of area, like everything that is uh, related to design. Mm -hmm. Yes. And also testing as well. When I was in the part mm -hmm. of testing, it was like few guys. It was the opposite. It was few guys in the team. <laughs> yes, we were like, I don't know, like 20 in the team. It was like maybe three three guys in the team, yeah, something like that. But also now I remember that in that time I, uh, in the interview, uh, my team lead, he told me like, no, you know why is more women here? It's because we notice that you are like almost more uh, focused in the details. Just you mm -hmm. see the details, you are more curiosity. So they had a reason that we work more <laughs> with with the girls in this sector. So okay, <laughs> interesting <laughs> could be. Wow. But but you know, I think personally, I think for all the areas, you know, you need to have a balance. Exactly. Because, yes, we all we are humans, but girls work in different of 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 men uh, of men sorry, uh, in the part of how to think, you know, and it's very very good to have you know different point of view. Exactly, this is the kind of ideas that we're pursuing, like to have a balance. Mm -hmm. Yes, a balance yeah. based on the gender. Mm -hmm. It seems still quite difficult, but mm -hmm. I guess that in the future we could have something more balanced. Yes, hopefully, yes. And now, Mitzi, I think the, the time has come for the prophecies. It's time <laughs> for you to tell us what do you think that the future of women in IT will look like? I think it will be like more... Um, acceptable for for the girls they will not be afraid to join even the technical positions 
like for example working with technologies like Cisco and so on. So yes, it could be maybe, but it takes time. Maybe <laughs> for the part of coding, I think maybe first the girls it will be joined, um, and then maybe later the part of infrastructure. I've, at least I feel like that. <laughs> uh, why? Because um, I think the girls uh, still think that the part of infrastructure is like more like uh, working with the, with the servers directly, you know, connect like something like uh, going to to carry on some equipment. So at least I feel like that. But with the coding, many most girls they they now thinking that oh okay is you can earn a good money and <laughs> that is positive and also uh it's no everybody can do it well if you if you study of course <laughs> and then uh you have a possibility to get in uh, hopefully maybe at the end it will be something like another field like i don't know economics or something like that that it could be a balance hopefully in the future and finally, what would be your advice for for any girl that would like to start their career in the IT sector, Mozilla? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think maybe for a girl that want to 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 start is first uh, to do a plan, like everything in a life. If you want to get one objective, if you want to to uh, you know to to go for one, to obtain one goal, put a plan, uh, you know, write your steps. Mm-hmm. For example, could be something that I want to be a developer in JavaScript, for example. Okay, first, I don't have any idea. Now we are in a digital world, like there are many, plenty of courses online. So first, we can look in, uh, looking for, you know, which courses are available that maybe I can pay and have a recent, uh, um, and I heard is are good. So, okay. And then, you know, continue with this plan, uh, with with this plan. So, uh, you know, I think um, at the end, so far that you are still alive, always uh, you, you can go for your, for your, uh, for your dreams, for your new goals. Why not? Because, even uh, if you are, you feel that you are old, you know that you are in your 50s, why not? You always you can change of career. If what's your dream, why not? You are still alive. You are not dead. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. God. So <laughs> why not? Go ahead. But the possibilities are there. And we are in the best times, you know, to learning. Exactly. And Mitty, all throughout our conversation, we have heard that the topic of stereotypes has been a big one. Mm-hmm. How yeah. can, what will be your recommendation on fighting against these stereotypes for the girls that want to start their career? I think maybe it's something first that for the individual, because if you are thinking in that way, okay, it's something that 
And even, you know, also I recommend if like for you, I don't know, if you were growing up in one family that were this culture, this culture of masculinity, it was really, uh, you know, focus in, in, in your family. So go as a, as a colleague, if you think it's a barrier for you for development, if for, to get in, in, in one, in one career. So I think it's, it's dependent of, of the, of the person, but it is, is something about, of each person. Mm -hmm. Because uh, also, you know, how self-confidence are you are. Because if you if you are really self confident, you you know that it does it. You know it's just stereotypes. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you cannot do it. You have heard it, girls. <laughs> develop a plan to pursue your career in RT, mm -hmm. and also develop your self confidence in order yeah. to fight against these stereotypes. These are the recommendations from Mitzila Bringas. Mitila, any last words for our audience? Well, my best advice that I can do it is, like I said uh, before, I mentioned before, if you have a dream, if at least if you are curiosity, and now that we are talking about IT, why not just try it? If you don't like at the end, it, does, it doesn't matter. At least you are, uh, you will uh, better with yourself because you know that at the end you try it, but you, you don't like it. And if you like it, it will be better, no? But yes, it's like always, uh, yes, I, I want to say that, yes, the, the best advice that I can do, I can say is that, you know, follow your dreams. Uh, have a plan to go uh, for them, to follow them. Thank you very much, Mitsula. We are very glad that you decided to participate and to, you had the courage to speak up <laughs> in the name of all women in IT. Yeah. Thank you very much. No, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> we are very glad, very delighted to have you here. <laughs> This has been Cyber Prophets. Federico, do you have any last words? Please, please remember what Mitsila said in the beginning. We don't only eat pizza and coke. We are not fat and we, only, we don't always wear glasses. That's important. We, we should not keep those stereotypes. Yes, we are still fit, so that, that's great. Uh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Fit and not fat. <laughs> not fat. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> so thanks for listening. We are cyber prophets prophesizing the future of IT. Until next week. Bye.